You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hi, I'm Billy Garcia from Survivor Cook Islands, and welcome once again to the Survivor Ghost Island recap here on the Oz Network. And uh, this week, I'm joined by uh, one of my favorite friends here uh, from Sur- Survivor Micronesia and Karamoan, Eric Reisenbach. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Good to see you, Billy. Uh, always great to see you, brother. It's always great to see you. Oh, man. So how are you liking uh, Ghost Island so far? It's surprisingly entertaining. I thought it was going to be too many twists, like too many weird like things um, that just kind of mix it up. But it's surprisingly good, and I think that has a lot to be – there's a lot to be said about the cast. I think the cast is pretty good. So um, I think that's where that's coming from. Some of, some of the twists are a little far-fetched, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so, yeah, you know, I really agree with you on the cast. Uh, to, to me, yeah. that, that would have made or break the season, and I think it's what's making this, this season. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny too, though, because I think my mom commented, she said, they're all so young. Why are they all so young? <laughs> okay. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, I guess, uh, there, there are a lot of, a lot of young, especially with, with guys like Michael who are 18 years old, and, but he doesn't yeah. act it. He doesn't, I, I was, I was, concerned that maybe that you know that he was gonna not be so so involved because he would have been camera shy from being so young but he's just the opposite yeah he seems fine he seems to be in his element there dog's causing trouble sorry (laughs) no problem cute dog (laughs) somewhere around here (laughs) all right so so we're getting into the episode here um after tribal council Libby uh, voiced her concern about re- uh, receiving votes. I guess it's kind of natural. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you know, uh, I guess she thought she was flying under the radar, and she found out, like, over the course of a, a few tribal councils now that she's anything but. Right. I, I mean, it's it's weird with her because I thought that she was kind of like a poverty type of character, hmm. um, kind of like the... Um, you know, like a Black Widow, like more strategy, like a pretty face with strategy. Um, but how she reacted that last episode was really surprising. I thought she was going to take a more aggressive line and maybe just try and save herself in some other way. It looks like she didn't try as hard as she could have. Um, maybe she could have been more aggressive. But then again, I don't know. I mean, I take everything with a grain of salt just because I know I know there's a little bit of editing going on. Of course, yeah. I, yeah. I totally agree. So, uh, at, uh, at, at camp, uh, Wendell told Laurel about the idol, and I, in my opinion, it kind of backfired a little bit. It yeah. didn't, it didn't have the reaction I think he was going for. Yeah, it, it's like keeping a secret, like, if you're really close with somebody, but you don't tell them something huge for a while, it, the longer you wait, the worse it is. I'm, I mean, it kind of, I think it worked out for him in that he didn't get voted off last time, like, mm-hmm. she didn't turn on him. But I, if he would have waited any longer to tell her that, it would have been even worse. I think. I see. I I, I see it your way. Um, but yeah, it, it totally did not work for work in in the way that he intended. Right. So the reward challenge happens, and uh, the teams get divided. Uh, there they. Uh, we did the old schoolyard pick. We never get to see the schoolyard pick actually play out anymore. I know they don't really. It's like an afterthought now. It's kind of like the um, it's kind of like the intro. Like they just cut the intro sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had an intro in a while. 
Good point. Or it's like, or it's like, what is it called when they they see everybody? It's like the walk at the end, where like the final before the final immunity challenge. Oh right, right, right. The uh, the, the fallen fallen, he- fallen heroes, yeah. Something like that, yeah. They never they cut that part out. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, we get the uh the old uh race across a floating balance beam and and uh. The whole, that. uh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. So, uh, they, uh, they, they get these sandbags and they have to use a slingshot to knock over these, uh, these, uh, uh, I don't know, these boards, whatever, these targets. They're like foam core things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what, what's, what's your take on a challenge? Like, did, was it a good challenge, a bad challenge? Was it, eh. it was really, it was really simple. I think, I think they edited out a lot of, um, people firing. Um, just because that looked really, that's really tough to get accurate with one of those slingshots. Um, I think Wendell, you know, Wendell did great. They made it look like he like hit everyone on his first try and some he did. I don't think he got it on his first try. He <laughs> made it, I don't think anybody did. I think a lot of it was, was cut in terms of time, but still it, it was a pretty simple challenge. It was run up and it was a very physical challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, with me, uh, it felt like because of the rule that once you hit, you hit a target, you had to run back and somebody else had to shoot. It's like yeah. just, just when you started to figure it out, you're off the challenge and somebody else has to go. Yeah, exactly. Like there's no time to, there was like a learning curve, but it was like, it was like if you didn't get it within two tries, you're starting to hurt your team or people are starting to like judge you for taking too much time. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, both teams, uh, implored the same tr- strategy. You miss a couple times, you run back and give somebody else a try. And, yeah. uh, yeah, in, in the end, uh, the team of Angela, Chelsea, Donathan, Laurel, Libby, and Wendell won the reward of, uh, basically, uh, a, a, a Mexican fiesta. I, I don't know what else you want to call it. A taco, taco Wednesday, because it's on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. As a Hispanic, I was kind of had mixed feelings about this. <laughs> I was like, if, if I was on that reward, I'd be like, yeah, I, you know. <laughs> yeah. That, when we saw that they had got what they got, like the amount of guacamole they got was amazing. Because whenever I request guacamole, they never give you it. <laughs> they give you like this, like you pay like two dollars or a dollar for like a little bit of guacamole, and they had a, like two or three pounds of it. I was amazed. I was like, that was a pretty good reward for you know me back at home, even. Yeah, yeah, it felt like with all that guacamole, like if if you kind of lost it, you you could have basically put yourself out of commission with the whole bathroom just, situation. Yeah, just that, just on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, at the re uh, at the at the reward, Libby once again brings up this whole thing about her receiving votes. I thought that she made it worse for herself. What do you think? She shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. It- <laughs> I really don't think like she tried. It's clear she was nervous about it, so she wasn't able to keep. It looked like she wasn't able to keep her emotions in check. Yeah. In terms of like, unless you're doing strategy, don't say anything, um, because you can't be that vulnerable with these people, especially when it's this. It's a very strategic game. Like being that vulnerable, you're gonna you're just gonna cause more trouble, like more problems. Yeah, she uh she had already brought it up, and it was yeah. I felt like it was already addressed. And here she's bringing it up again. Yeah. Made no, it made, it was not worthwhile to do that. I think, 
you know, she had an interview where she said that to like one of the one of the confessionals. She said, I have to do something. I have to play some strategy. I think, too, that she got a little bit of pressure from producers to saying, like, they voted for you. you got to do something or you're out of here. So I think she felt some pressure from that side, too. Uh, you know what? That's a good point. Uh, she may have. Yeah, I don't yeah. we don't know, but it's all speculation. Right, right. No, but that's, that's a, a good observation, actually. Um, so, so when they get back at camp, um, Michael decides he wants to talk to Angela to try to, uh, convince her to, the, the blindside Wendell. And, like, boy, did that backfire on poor Michael. Uh, Angela, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, after, after all these episodes, what is it, seven something episodes of being super quiet and just here and there voicing that she didn't like being left out of, of certain decision making, all of a sudden she goes she goes gung ho on strategy. Right. And, and uses that little nugget that she got from Michael to to totally try to spin the whole tribe against them. Throw them under the bus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot too. Like you'll see that where it's like you you reach out to somebody or you just talk to somebody about something and it gets blown up. And it's like this you shouldn't you shouldn't talk that openly to people that you don't trust completely. I guess like I, I don't know how else how else to put it. Yeah, no, he uh, based you know I guess he was looking for numbers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I yeah that totally he was reaching. He was reaching out for somebody. I think like you're saying, yeah, 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 and and it was a reach, and and it backfired on him. Yeah, yeah, that's too, that's too bad because I really like Michael. Um, so, uh, so the immunity challenge happens and we get a classic immunity challenge. Uh, they, they've been building this one up all, all week in the commercials. Uh, the whole, <laughs> they brought back the, the whole eating, eating the weird stuff challenge. This is the challenge that, that, that created a whole genre of reality competition with like fear factor and, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, yeah. So it was great to see it back home where, where it, it was first born. Um, what was your take on, on, on I, that? I, yeah, I felt like they, they, with the exception of the giant slug, they kind of went easy on them. I think so too. Um, cause fish eyes, I mean, I, I don't know if you've, if you were there when they fished on, um, on Cook Islands or not, but I, I've had fish eyes before. They're not terrible. They're just weird. It's just kind of weird. Um, did, did you end up having, what did you eat? What did you eat on Cook Islands in terms of weird stuff? Did you get any of that? Uh, yeah, we, the fish that we got, which was mainly from Ozzy, was so yeah. thin, was so thin, razor thin, but, that, yeah, if you didn't eat the whole fish, you didn't eat anything. Yeah, that, and that's what I did, like, Micronesia, I remember, we ate the whole fish. We ate literally every piece of the fish, and it yeah. wasn't, it was, it was gross, but you're starving, so it was easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, with me, uh, it wasn't even so much that it was gross, it was, it just like, it felt like, you know, my meal was the equivalent of one chicken McNugget. Like, that was my whole meal. Yeah. So, like, fish eyes, totally. Like, I I was like, fish eyes? Like, they're kind of weird, but, I mean, they were weird enough that Wendell didn't even touch them. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know if you saw that. He didn't even touch them. He was like, no. Uh, Oh, yeah. His reaction made me go, man, come on. I I thought for sure that he was, like, getting the winner's edit right up until that moment. Then I was like, 
couldn't, couldn't do it. Some people, some people have like, it's like some people have some strengths, some people have some weaknesses. Like he killed it in the, in the first challenge and then he just couldn't even compete in this one. So yeah. Yeah. The fish eyes, I, I would have just swallowed it whole. Yeah. Me you, too. Yeah. I wouldn't even try to yeah. chew it. So the, um, the grubs, there was grubs next. Right? Yes. I believe. Oh, actually, wasn't it raw? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Grubs. I think it was grubs. Yeah, yeah. I had... I, yeah, one of them tried to bit the head off and then yeah. ate it that way. Yeah. Those grubs. So I had grubs on Caramoan. Oh. That was, I was in the first round where they had grubs. Um, and they're really not that bad. They're just really gritty. It tasted like, I'm trying to think of what it tasted. It didn't really taste like anything, but it had a lot, it was like almost like a sandy, like, I don't know. It's like a sandy vegetarian sausage, I guess you could say. It was it was real weird, and I I just sat there like chewing it. And before I knew it, the challenge was over. I'm still chewing it, and I'm like, this is really chewy. It was just very very chewy. But oh man, yeah, I I don't know. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It just crawls around like it's alive. That's kind of weird. Yeah, to me the 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 worst of all the foods was actually the the big sea slug, the the really fat fat sea slug, just because of the how much how how big it is. Yeah, that that looked savage. That just was, and it obviously tasted bad. You could see, I think one of them was going to throw up. Yeah, yeah, and and, and to my surprise, uh, Angela was doing a whole dance. I don't know if it was to psych herself up or to psych out her competition. I don't know. Maybe both. I don't know. I, Tyson on Tyson on Twitter said something about Angela's really aggressive with her tongue or something really. Funny. <laughs> that was bizarre. That's so strange. Oh man! But she danced away to victory. It came. Yeah. It came down to her and Michael of all people. Uh, yeah. You weird. Could, yeah, you couldn't have scripted any better. So yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 it wasn't that Michael couldn't handle it. She was just faster. Yeah, she was crazy. She was. It's weird though because in Caramoan they when so in Caramoan they had similar like you you make it to the next round you make it to the next round. Um, the final round in Caramoan I think was Balut, and I'm not a very good Survivor fan if I don't know this because it was the season I was on. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Malcolm versus Cochran um, in oh, the finals. It took place. It was so fast. They just like done. That's how fast it was. Um, so I don't know if she would do as well on a different season. Um, but yeah, Cochran versus Malcolm was crazy. Like they just, they were, I don't know. They, they, they must, they, they've been training. I don't know. They've been training, eating terrible things very fast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have pictures of, of like Denise in China dancing in my head during, yeah. during this challenge. Like they had, yeah. they had it rough. they, uh, there were seasons where they had like things like cow brains and some other stuff, like really, really weird stuff. This season yeah. was was I don't know. I, I felt like it was mild. It was. Yeah. I thought it was mild too. I did not know what the last thing was. They said it was a specialty in Fiji. Um, what right. was it called? Mother of Pearl or something? yeah, Mother of Pearl. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Was it like was it just like raw clam or something? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna Google it right now. This mouse works. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, what they what they said when they called it like it's it's a delicacy feature right away. I'm like, oh, so they eat this all the time. People oh, eat this all the time. Not nah, it can't be that bad. 
I know. Mother Pearl Food. Sophisted Tiki Cocktails. Nope, that's a cocktail bar. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. What the Mother of Pearl is. It's a food item introduced in the show's 36th season. <laughs> so what does this mean? They made it up? <laughs> If you're wondering, so it says, if you're wondering what Mother Pearl is, we have an answer for you. According to Wikipedia the, and the Spruce Crafts, which is a website, this, this is a common name for an iridescent knacker coating, a blend of minerals that are secreted from oysters and other mollusks and deposited inside their shells. It's material that's usually used to make jewelry, but so, sometimes you can eat it. Huh. So basically... So basically, it's it's clam crap, like the clam took a dump and they had to eat it. <laughs> or like a yeah, like a it's like a shell kind. Of. It's really weird. It sounds weird. <laughs> okay. Now, when, they, when they said that, I was like, "What is that? I don't even know what that is." Yeah, yeah. I, I would think like, you know, they would have to explain what it is just to gross gross them out a little bit, make right. it hard for them. But they could right. just they could have just said cow brain. That would have been. Easier. Yeah, I, I would have liked that better. So, uh, so Angela wins uh, immunity, and uh, she uh, she goes into motion at the uh, at, at at camp to try to get the the, the split votes between Libby and Michael. Meanwhile, right. Michael is trying to uh, to uh, get old Malolo to uh, to to vote out Wendell. Right. So it, it's essentially was. You know, the way I took it, it was coming down to almost like a head-to-head between Angela and, and Michael, even though Angela was not in the line of fire. Right. Yeah, it kind of seemed that way. Yeah. I I was surprised. I think it was, it was kind of weird how Libby just kept, everybody kept telling her you're safe, and she didn't do anything. She really, I was really shocked that she didn't do anything. Yeah, I, you know, I, it could, it could have been just a case where, where she believed that the old Malolo were were reformed and she totally bought into it. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, good. You know, a good lie will, will make someone very inactive. Yep. I, yeah, I agree with that. So, anyway. uh, yeah, but <laughs> at, uh, at, at tribal, uh, it did not work out that way. Uh, fortunately for Michael, he did play his hidden immunity idol. I, yeah. I don't think anybody anybody was aware that he had one. Yeah, I don't think so either. And that was good on him not to tell anybody. So, uh, so the splitting of the vote worked in that it didn't backfire for Navidi, and and Libby went out. Um, yeah, she kind of she kind of went out on a whimper, not really a yeah uh, yeah not not really guns a blazing. Yeah, and I, I mean I was surprised too, just because I know a couple episodes before they kind of had this hype going for her like she's a player she's strategic she's a player i think she got somebody out um i'm trying to remember her name i want to say her name was morgan there's somebody early in the game that she got out that did that she kind of blindsided um so she maybe she just ran out of energy i don't know maybe maybe she got tired out i don't know but i thought that was surprising yeah yeah i the the whole buildup was Dom, Dominic had built her up to be the next poverty, and yeah, it it did. She she definitely didn't play that that game. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I saw too. I I'm liking how uh, Dominic is playing because I thought 
he was my pick to go early just because of how um, aggressive he is, how he seemed kind of like a Tony kind right. of character, like a, like a brash guy. Um, but he seems to be able to like rein in his emotions and rein in his ego enough um, that people don't, people aren't like, get that guy out. Yeah, he was saying, I think it was in this episode where he was bringing his ego down and, and, yeah. you know, bringing yeah. himself down a couple notches. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, yeah, I, I think he's got a good head on his shoulder. Uh, yeah. my preseason pick was Angela, just based on bios. This is my preseason pick. And <laughs> so this is the first hint of her looking like anything remotely close to a winner. So, yeah. so, yeah, I was, I was kind of worried that I was going to look like a total, total, total ass, like picking someone who's invisible in the edit. <laughs> She, she might make it to the end. I could see her in the finals. Um, I could see her in, like, sitting next to, like, a Wendell or sitting next to, um, even, like, Kellen. Like, somebody else who just kind of drifts towards the end, too. Not to say Kellen, maybe Kellen's drifting. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of her. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's kind of there. Yeah, yeah. W- one thing worth mentioning, we kind of, I kind of skipped over, was that the reward, uh, they, 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 uh, sent Jenna to Ghost Island and, mm-hmm. Just, Nada. just, just, yeah, just the theme of the season. We've had a lot of nothing in, in Ghost Island. I know. I, I'm a little surprised by that. I, I would think they would, um, I think Dalton Ross brought up something interesting on Twitter. He said it should be based on skill. Um, maybe we should have, like, so when you get there, instead of, like, at random, you have to open an urn to see if you play. Maybe you have to play some kind of game of skill right away to see if you get a, a clue or something. Like, I, the fact that it's, like, random kind of doesn't... It doesn't seem very fair in a lot of ways. I don't know. No, I agree. And, and I also think that uh, just that you go there, there's no game for you. Like, that, to me, is... Yeah, right. that... Yeah, very lame. So, I, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. I would like to see them play a game. Um, and if not... And if they're not going to play a game, then at least have a punishment. Something. Like, yeah, Something. you go there... And, and they, they punish you in some sort of way, and you have to deal with the punishment, and if you can survive the punishment, then you'll get some reward. If you can't survive the punishment and you, you tap out, you get nothing. Right. It's, it, to me, you're, I think it's like, there's either tons of drama or there's no drama at all. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why not make some positive and negative drama? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah. all right. So let's rate this episode. Where we either buy it, rent it, or bin it. Buy it, think it's great, rent it. Eh, you, you, you're happy you saw it once, but that's enough for you. Bin it. Ah, oh, this this is one of not one of the better episodes. For me, it would be a rent it. Okay. Uh, I would have bought the last episode. Yeah. I, that one was pretty amazing. Uh, where Chris left. Um, this one just rent it. It was kind of like if if Wendell would have gone home this episode. I would have said buy it because that would have been an epic blindside just out of left field for Wendell to go home. I would not have predicted that, but at, you know, seeing how it played out where Michael played his idol and then Libby went home, which was kind of hinted at already. Right. It was, it wasn't, you know, rented. I wouldn't, I wouldn't outright bin it though. Yeah. I'm with you with rented. I think they did a little too much foreshadowing with Libby uh, yeah. to where she became the obvious next boot. Uh, by right. the time she was at the reward. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I, I would have loved to have seen a window blind side. I would have loved to have seen, uh, 
if if let's say they went after Wendell and Michael went uh played his idol, they both played each other's idol, what would have happened next? Crazy. All that would have been great. Yeah. I you know, leading up to the final, I was like, Oh my god, Wendell could go home with a blind side. With your with, idol in his pocket. Yeah, with mine. And I was thinking about it. Yeah. I was thinking about it, I'm like, I like I really like Wendell. I like him. I wanna see him win. So I would, I, part of me was like, no, I hope that doesn't happen. And then I stopped myself and I was like, wait a minute, this survivor, like everyone kind of gets screwed over anyways. Like, <laughs> that would be a pretty entertaining episode. So part of me was like, don't, don't do that. And then part of me was like, wait a minute, that would be awesome. That would like flip everything on its head. <laughs> so, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Keep all it around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we got some, some viewer listener questions here. Um, okay. We've got the first up is Paul Dutch, and uh, he says that he's a, he's a dog supporter uh, for Game of Fans versus Favorites, and and, and uh, after seeing the season, did uh, did you or anyone think she deserved to at least get the uh, the runner up prize uh, and the title with at least uh, one or two votes? What do you think? So Dawn, Dawn had a hard time out there. Yeah. And there was a lot of hatred for her from the jury. Um, and it was because of the way that Dawn played. She, there was like this not, there was like this blend of friendship and strategy. And so people didn't know, is she genuinely my friend or is she playing me like in a game? And there, because that was not clear cut, everybody's feelings were hurt. Like everybody was like, oh, She's being fake to me. She really doesn't want to be my friend. So that per that that just like poisoned her game. Wow. Like from this from like the halfway point that poisoned her game. Um, you know, even like I when I went out with the uh, medical stuff, I I had no I was not blindsided by Dawn. So personally, I didn't have any hatred towards Dawn. But hearing you know Brenda talk about it, hearing Malcolm talk about it, hearing Andrea talk about it, hearing uh, Michael Snow. Uh, Reynolds, everybody, everybody talking about Dawn and how she acted. It was clear she just she she kind of ruined her own game. Wow, wow. Which well, is, it's it was all social too. Like her yeah. strategy was pretty good, I thought, honestly. Um, like she she had it worked out with Cochran, which was a good choice. Um, and then Sherry just kind of hung out. Um, right. So. Dawn gets Dawn should get credit for her strategy. Like she did really well in that aspect, but her social game was kind of a mess. Wow. Yeah, that's huge in Survivor. That's huge. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Latifa ha- wants to know if your tribe had lost the first challenge in Micronesia, uh, who ma- who would have gone home first? So probably Chet. Probably. Oh. Probably Chet or Kathy. Um, Kathy had immunity, though. I think she had won like a little mini idol on the very first day. Um, so Kathy wouldn't, but I think Chet would have gone home. And it was because of the keep us strong, keep us whatever. Um, and Joel, uh, Joel at that point did not hate Mikey B. And because Joel, I don't know if you remember my season, but there's this, there's this guy named Joel. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah, the truck, the fireman. People call him Truck, right? Because he's huge. He's just like a huge guy. Um, he started to get suspicious and paranoid of Mikey B and Mary. Mary, famous for being named Who. Everybody says Who's Who's Mary. Um, <laughs> and he he got really paranoid of those two after maybe like three or four days. 
So before that, it was completely Chet. Like 100% it would have been Chet. So yeah, that's yeah. Gone. I, I remember Jonathan really having it in for Chet for yes. his duration. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, okay, so Ray, uh, wants to know, uh, what was your reaction to seeing your immunity necklace on Ghost Island being shown this season and, and the whole clip and all that? It was entertaining. It was really funny to see. Um, I'm really glad Wendell found it just cause I hope, I hope it does some good for him. Um, if not, obviously it's cursed. It continues. Um, I was so surprised that they just buried it. Like this giant necklace they buried. Like that thing is so, how are you going to sneak that anywhere? <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like sneaking around like a rhinoceros. Like you're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, this season they've had some big ones because uh, the James Clement uh, idol, China idol, was also out there. Right. So, so like yeah, huge, huge thing. Like I, I could see them like bury like a like a like a Chevy, like a Trailblazer, like a car, and they're like, "This is the cursed car from the car curse." <laughs> it's now a hidden immunity idol. It's like, how are you going to hide that car? Yeah, they should bury Candace for for my for my twist. Yeah, just yeah, just, just, put, bury, her just put her out there. Put her to bushes. <laughs> All right, so uh, Miranda wants to know, what is the one challenge you most wished you would have competed in on, on during any season of Survivor? Like Any challenge? Any challenge, the one you wish you would have competed in. Any of the big maze ones, like the giant obstacle course, like Final Four ones, those are really cool. They're just really awesome, and it, it's like they made it for you. Like I, You've been on challenges, so you know like they're awesome. Like, they're just yeah. cool. Um, so, I mean, just like the massive, like final four maze ones, um, that would have been just really fun to do. Wow. They haven't done one of those in a while. They do need to bring that back. Yeah. All Um, right. So Ruth Marie wants to, uh, well, first of all, she has a question. If you were, uh, set to, oh, this is her game. This is her game. I'm sorry. She plays this game every, every week where, uh, you remember the old Cochran Exile Island twist, uh, with, with Debbie? She has her own version of this, and she wants to see which one you would choose of all okay. the uh, of all the advantages. Okay. Um, number one is the vote tripler, which is you get to triple your vote at one tribal council. Okay. Um, the spy bunker, which allows you to, to to hang out in a secret bunker underneath the shelter for like thirty minutes to <laughs> to eavesdrop. <laughs> okay. Um, the vote reveal, where you find out. What everybody voted for after a tribal council, but you're the only one that finds out. Okay. And the mutiny idol, which is someone gets voted out, and you have a chance to save them, but they go to the other tribe. Hmm. Triple vote tripler. Um. On, only because I wouldn't see the immediate benefit to the other ones. Um. I, I, advantages put a target on you, I think. So a lot of them are cursed in a way. Um, so anything that you can do that's like an immediate and then it's over, I would rather do something like that. Yeah, vote tripler. Okay, everybody but Brian this season has said vote tripler. <laughs> Brian Corrigan said, uh, Corrigan said, uh, the mutiny idol. Oh, no way. That's like, <laughs> that's like social suicide. There's no way. No way I would do that. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Sasha Pierderschmidt, one of, one of my favorite names from all, all our viewers. Uh, <laughs> she uh she she also plays this game of kiss slap hug run away or lunch date with, and we're gonna name some some players that she she said here, kiss slap hug run away or lunch date slap hug 
Well, okay. All right. First up is Corinne. Corinne, I would hug Corinne because uh, not enough people. Hu- Corinne's great, but I I would hug her. She's great. Ah, uh, all right. Arius. Dawn. Dawn. What were they? Hug, kiss, slap, run away, or lunch date? I would do a lunch date because she has some pretty interesting stories. Just yeah, I would. Right. That would be that'd be fine. I really don't have anything personal against Dawn. I think she just yeah, she got some issues with her game. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so Natalie Bolton. Um, I would hug Natalie Bolton. She's great. She's really fun. All right. She, and she she seemed really terrible when they edited her to do you know flossing with somebody's jugular vein or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she's great. She's really funny and uh. Yeah, I really do think that she's a really nice person, like, compared to what... And she's gotten a lot of hate from people in terms of the editing. People tell her she's like, oh, you're terrible, you're awful, why did you do that, and all this other stuff, but she's fine. Oh, she... she, I I remember meeting her a couple times at events. She she seems really cool. Yeah. All right, this is is a a guy that we both have, uh, both have some history with, Ozzy. Hmm... I'd probably, in all honesty, I would walk away or run away from Ozzy. I mean, <laughs> right. The only reason is he's really, he's let a lot of it, things go to his head over time. Um, I don't know what your experience with is with him post, you know, post Cook Islands. Um, but post Micronesia, like he's just kind of gone off on his own. And I realized he doesn't, he treats fans a certain way that I just am not like good with. Like I'm not okay I hear with you. it. I hear you. I think um, I, I think our our experiences are similar. Yeah, like like if you think you're bigger than it than Survivor, I don't. I mean, I don't like that kind of it's kind of where he got his fame from. But he at times he seems like he's bigger than it at the same time. Right, right. Which you know, I don't know if he even is aware that 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 he comes off like that sometimes. Yeah, you know. Well, what are you gonna do? Uh, um. <laughs> All right, so a couple of people from this season, uh, Donovan. <laughs> I want to hug Donovan. He was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I I like that he he kind of reminds me of uh, how my first time was in in Micronesia with just being in a new place with like a new experience, like like yeah. puppy dog new to the world. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's great. Uh, Laurel. Oh my gosh, I don't know who that is. Uh, that's from this season. We can skip her. <laughs> we can skip she, her. Was she voted out early? No, no. She's actually was the one that Wendell told about the idol to. And she oh, was her. like, yeah. I didn't know that was her name. Oh, yeah. She's great. Um, <laughs> I guess I'd put that in the hug category. All right. Last one. Last one. Suri. Uh, I'd give Suri a kiss. Aww. Suri's great. She's, she's, she's awesome. She's not from this season, but. Right. She's awesome. People, someone asked me that, I think on Reddit, on Survivor Reddit, they said, um, who would you take to the finals in Micronesia if you ended up going there? Like, say I hadn't given up immunity, right. or they hadn't given me out. Who would you take with you, Natalie or Sari? And I probably would have ended up taking Sari to the finals. Nice. Um, because I did like Natalie and Sari, but Sari could probably convince me into doing anything. Like, she's really good. <laughs> yeah, she she's probably could Convinced me to take her there, so. Probably the best player to never win. 
I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So Melinda Shorty, another one of the great names here. Uh, she wants to know, uh, when was the last time you saw Corinne or Don? Finale, the finale show. Okay. Uh, for, for Kara Moen. Um, and I remember it was a crazy time because, at least for Dawn, because she was getting a lot of hate mail, uh, because it was the episode, I think, after Brenda was voted out, after Brenda got her teeth from the bottom of a lake, which was really embarrassing for Dawn. So Dawn was getting all kinds of stuff. So she was just hiding in her hotel room uh, the whole time. It was really bad. Um, there was quite the backlash. Um, and Corinne was just fine. Like she just just going. Her and Malcolm were like thickest thieves, and they were just going around, <laughs> going around all the bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, Marlene Bottoms, another great name. Uh, she has a similar question. Uh, when was the last time you spoke to Natalie, Queen Natalie? She says. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Long time. Probably at a charity event. Probably the charity event in Houston. Okay. Probably Jolanda's charity event in Houston, which is, I don't even know how long ago, like 2010, maybe? Yeah, that sounds about right. Just a long time, yeah. yeah. But, you know, wherever she is, I think she's on Twitter, too. She may have commented on Twitter on some stuff. Um, I know she's still she's still out there kind of floating around, but, um, yeah, not in a while. Yeah. All right, so uh, Mitch wants to know, who was the biggest diva around your camp? And if it's somebody different, who was the most annoying? You know, probably, probably Philip Shepard. Probably Philip. <laughs> All right. Yes, he, he probably doesn't want me to tell or anybody to tell tell this, but I think he kind of plays a role, like the specialist. Like that's his like his thing that he does. Like he he annoys people as a strategy. Because um, I, I think that. I, yeah, I've I've been at a few charity events with him too. Um, and he's he's pretty down to earth. He's a pretty cool guy, but. Um, if you're a Survivor fan and you meet him, be prepared for the experience, <laughs> the specialist experience. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So Loretta um, as, says, "Any has anyone noticed how, late, how lately for the past few seasons women are dominating immunity challenges? Uh, last season tied the record for the most women winning uh, individual immunity so, uh, she, she wants to know, her question is, who is your all-time favorite female immunity challenge player? So I'm trying to think. There was a girl who won, like, a ton in a row. I'm trying to remember her name. It was a few seasons ago. I cannot remember it now. She was just like dominating them. I think it, I want to say it was San Juan del Sur. Mm, that's way more than a few seasons ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, you're testing my memory. You know, Kim's. I, I go all the way back to um, One World. Kim Sprawlin. Okay. She was pretty amazing on her season. Here, just a second. My dog has eaten his own tail. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Well, what for, are you doing? Well, for me, I like Jane. You remember everybody picked on her because she was an older woman, and then she destroyed it in the in the right. challenges. So I, I really like Jane. Uh, you know, right. I, just just to speak to that idea, though, I do like that. There's, I feel like there's a little bit of a more balance. Uh, yeah, taking place with challenges where there are like women, like strong challenges that everybody like. They're not simply like 
masculine powers like win the day kind of challenges. Like there's some pretty even even balance uh, balance puzzle challenge type things. Yeah, yeah. Gone are the days of of holding buckets of water over your shoulder. And, and right. The, for, for, yeah. yeah. So, Granny Survivor, this is our last question here. Uh, she, she says, hello dears, another big week of Survivor, the famous stick got played, <laughs> um, and now she wonders if the Eric curse, uh, will, will be undone also. So her, um, she has a couple of questions here, or a few questions. What was the, number one is, what was the f- strangest fan interaction you ever had? Well, okay, I've had a couple. Um, <laughs> you be both. <laughs> so way back in, so after Micronesia was on TV and I gave up immunity, I was in a parade in my hometown of Pickney. And a fan came up to me and said, oh, you were that kid who gave up immunity. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, God should have slapped you. Whoa. That's <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> I mean, wasn't it bad enough I gave up immunity? Like, wasn't that enough of a slap from God? But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I was just like, I guess he should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. You know, just ignore all the other, all the other more important things going on in the world. God should just focus on who's, who's doing what on Survivor. <laughs> you know, another, so there's another interaction. Um, my wife and I were at a restaurant. And somebody apparently in the restaurant recognized me as Eric of Survivor. Um, and the waiter came over and asked me that and said, like, are you, somebody here wants to know if you're, you know, from the TV show Survivor. And I was like, yeah. Like, who? Who is this person? And we didn't really know. Like, some, they said, uh, they don't want to say. Like, we didn't know. So someone uh, in the restaurant knew I was new enough to ask the waiter that I was on Survivor. So then as a table of older women are leaving, um, one of them comes over and pulls my wife out of her chair Whoa. to take a photo next to me, which was very bizarre. Wow. It just pulls her out of her chair like, this is fine. Let's just do this. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah, some, some aggressive fans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that, was, that was pretty weird. Second question that uh, Granny Survivor has is, how did you feel learning that Natalie Bolton won the second chance poll on, on Twitter. <laughs> or did you know about that? I didn't know about that, but if that's, I think she just deserves another try anyway. Um, I think she wants, I mean, she, she wants to get out from under the cloud of like the black widow brigade kind of thing. Right. I totally would like to see her play again outside of the fans versus favorites, uh, like structure. Right. Who did the, who did the poll on Twitter? Was it just like informal? Yeah, it was a fan. It was a fan. Okay. okay. Um, so last question, last of her questions here is, what was our first ever interaction, you and I? <laughs> oh my God. It, it must have been like celebrity dodgeball, like reality TV dodgeball. Yeah. Or, I'm trying yeah, to I think. think. I think it was. I think it was. It sounds right. I do remember that I watched a some type of movie that you had that had just come out in theaters that somebody else had like a trial version of the movie or something. Like they had like, like they were reviewing the movie for a blog or something. And you ha- somehow had this great movie that had like just come out in theaters, but you had it on DVD. All right. Yeah. This, wow. This go way back. Wow. And, uh, you, 
you're like somebody has like I have this movie and I'm like I've wanted to see that movie in theaters but I just haven't gone and it like just came out in theaters like how do you have a DVD and he's like oh I know somebody who's like in the industry who just has it for like a review and so we just watched a movie yeah like, yeah we just hung out and watched the yeah I remember we it I was, think the it was Star Trek it was I think it was one of the new Star Trek yeah yeah I think it was the uh the the J J Abrams reboot uh yep. 2009 Star Trek yeah and it, and it was literally the I think it was the weekend of the release or something like that. And, yeah. and, and I had, uh, I have a friend, uh, who, who, uh, or I had a friend. I, I'm out of touch with a friend now, but, uh, yeah, was in the industry and does one of those, does the, the review of the movies and then gives like them the, yeah. yeah, yeah, gives a thumbs up, thumbs down and all that stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, that's my mind. I was like, I was like, how does he know it? Like, that's pretty cool. He knows somebody with like an, like a, ahead of time movie like that. That's yeah, yeah, cool. a movie critic. An old yeah. friend, yeah. Haven't haven't seen her in a while. All right, so uh, we got this game that we play. Uh, Survivor trivia: five questions, uh, all okay. of them, all of them truth, true or false. Okay. Right, right now the leader at four and one, four questions right, one question wrong, is Matt Bischoff. Then we have uh, a a couple of people at three and two, um, that that uh, that are tied for second place, and and uh, a couple people at two and three. Brian and Sharia are tied at two and three. Figgy and uh, uh, did I say that right? Brian and Sharia. I think it's Brian. It's Figgy and Brian that are tied at two and three. Sharia and Tanya are two are are two and three. Three and two. Okay. I, I'm saying it all wrong. Boy, fans are gonna be like, "Hey, you jerk, can't get it right." Close enough. Yeah, Figgy and and, and Brian are three and two. Sharia at two and three with uh, on Tanya. And then Ben Watersworth, the, uh, the executive producer here, he's protesting because he didn't like the results of what he got. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. Uh, Alright. Alright. So here you go. All of these are true or false questions. Okay. Number one. The main reason for Joel to be voted out of the first season of Survivor was for his bossiness. Mm. This Borneo we're talking about. Yeah. Borneo. God. I'm going to say true, just because early on in history of Survivor, I don't remember clearly what happened, because I was 14 at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I'm going to say bossiness, just because people didn't get voted out for alliance purposes that early. Right, So, I'm going to say true. All right. Unfortunately, it's false. It was because he made chauvinistic remarks. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. But you were right about it not being alliance stuff. Is that Joel Klug? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. You're only one, but you can come back. Um. <laughs> Fall downhill from here, Billy. <laughs> Number two. Popcorn was an item for the first ever Survivor auction in the second season in Australia. This is a tough one. I'm going to say popcorn. I mean, that's so specific. I'm going to say false. All right. You got that right. It was not. Right. So you're one right. and one. There you go. You're doing right. good. You're doing good. good enough. All right. Question number three. Mm-hmm. Pascal's luxury item was an American flag on Marquesas. <sighs> this was the season gonna... with Boston Robs, first season. I'm going to say false. False. Uh, unfortunately, it was true. So you're, you're one and two, you're one and two, 
Kobe had a flag. I think Kobe had a Texas flag. Yes, yes. That's probably what you were thinking. That's what I was thinking. Confusing questions, Billy. <laughs> yes, they are. Okay. Two more questions left. Two more questions left. Uh, the general called Nelly and Vesepia liars at two-faced on Marquesas. General? Yeah, the general. Yeah. Two-faced. I mean, that sounds like something that I would say true. Oh, man, it's false. <laughs> it was Tammy who actually did that, yeah. They sound all, these things sound almost true. I'm trying to go for one and oh, or one and four. <laughs> all right, well, this is the last question here. All right. All right. Kelly Goldsmith from Africa was the first female to celebrate her birthday during the game. Kelly who? What is her last name? Kelly Goldsmith. On, on the season of Africa, third season, was the first female to celebrate her birthday during the game. True or false? Third season. First season. I'm going to say false, because maybe somebody in the second season had a birthday. Well, you're right about it being false. So you're, so you're first, two or three. So it was Vesepia all the way in Marquesas who was the okay. first female. So yeah. Okay. So, but hey, two or three, you, you and, uh, uh yeah, Sharia and, and Tanya, you're all together there. That's not a bad bunch. <laughs> I would like, my request is multiple choice in the future, like four options. Four. That might, that actually might make it harder. So n- never mind. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, we'd like to thank Granny Survivor for supplying those those questions, and uh, as she always does. So thank you so much, Eric, for joining us uh, this week. And uh, I really, really appreciate it. I love hanging out with you. Unfortunately, I won't be in Orlando this this year. Okay. I'm only doing one event. Okay, um, that's so I'm, fine. I'm going to miss you like crazy, but we definitely got to get together in the near future. Yeah, and figure out who does those videos before they... They hit theaters. Figure out who that is again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got to, I got to make friends with another movie critic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Billy. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And thanks to all of you who are listening and watching, uh, for tuning in to the Survivor Ghost Island recap. <laughs> Sorry. <if I'm> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.